Welcome to Gardens and Plants. I'm Peggy Richo, a horticulturist in Northern Virginia. My website, pegplant.com, is an online resource for gardeners in the DC metro area. I publish a monthly gardening newsletter called Peg Plants Post, and I give talks about culinary herbs or about edible flowers. My name is Terry Spate, owner cottageinthecourt.com, a website and blog where I share all things beautiful in the garden from the places I visit, highlighting my favorite plants, books I'm reading, recipes I'm creating, and more. I am only doing virtual speaking at the moment, but I live in Central Maryland. So this week I received my compost from Veterans Compost, mm -hmm. and it was very fortunate that the person who delivered it to me was the owner, Justin. And he brought three cubic yards in the kind of plastic trash bins that we have, you know, and mm -hmm. there were nine bins. So I got three cubic yards for $180 and there were nine bins. So it was like $20 a bin. And that's a wheels. steal. It was actually a steal. And this was really good, dark black, very black, like the color of charcoal, but a good texture. Mm -hmm. And he um, loaded them off the truck and then he... I have this bed in the front and so he dumps them onto the bread and then the bed and then you know I'm smoothing it out and everything and then he was nice enough to take one out to the back and um because they're really heavy I'm, and they were moist I could tell that there was moisture in them mm -hmm. but he was really nice and he was the owner and I highly recommend the company and I told him about this podcast so I sent him the ah. link to the, the other episode and I'm going to send him the link to this one and I'm going to post images on my website because before he came I put down all the cardboard on the mm -hmm. lawn I'm killing the grass and mm -hmm. then he dumps the compost on top and then I'm smoothing it out so I'm still working on that too and then I'll plant probably I'll plant in the spring next year Mm -hmm. Now, do they only have a sale once a year? Oh, no. It, and it wasn't really even because of the sale. It was because, um, for me, it worked out really well to have it in these big bins and for him to just dump it into the bed because otherwise, a lot of people, they just dump it in your driveway. Mm -hmm. And then I'd have to use a wheelbarrow and it would take me forever, you know. And then, of course, we can't put the van there. So, Right, right. So for me, it worked out really well to have it in these big trash bins. Wow. Now, what are you going to put in there first? I'm going to be getting some hydrangea bushes. And this area is probably part shade, part sun. And I'm going to have some large hydrangea bushes there first. Have you chosen the, bush, the, the cultivar yet? No, I haven't chosen it yet. In fact, I have to do a lot of planning because I have to plan that one and I have to plan in the back. And um, in the back, we want to set up some screening. And I was thinking of making edible. I was actually thinking of like corn. <laughs> corn oh, is wow. a screen. <laughs> well, you know, that bicolor corn is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I, I would like to do a lot more edibles. So I was thinking, hmm, what kind of a screen could I make that would be an edible? So mm. I have to plan. I have all winter to plan this. So I'm not worried That's about right. it. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, whatever you plant there, because veterans compost is very good, you know it's going to grow. Yeah, it was very, very good. Um, I could tell. And the a funny thing is that as he drove up, a guy who lives in our neighborhood, he's brand new to our neighborhood, and he stopped and he was like asking questions and everything, you know, and I explained what the company was, you know, and Justin was saying, just Google it. We come to Virginia twice a week, you know, even though they're in Aberdeen, Maryland or something like that. 
-hmm. So um, it's a really good company. And I'll put the images of this on my website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got me thinking. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in the planning stages, but, you know, for my garden next year. But what about indoors? What are you doing indoors? We had talked about wax amaryllis bulbs last time. And right after that episode, my local gardening club was doing a fundraiser selling waxed amaryllis bulbs so i bought four one for me and three for my sisters and they and then the deal was that you pay for it electronically you know through their website but then they deliver it to your house and so i woke up to two bags of four beautiful huge they're really big and large they're covered in red wax and mm -hmm. all you do is just put it on your counter you don't water it or anything like that i have one sister who lives here, so I just drove to her house and gave it to her. But the other two don't live here, so I have to mail it. I was going to do it today, but it's very, very rainy, so I have to do it tomorrow. I'm going to mail these things, and I realized that, you know, it's a great idea to give to somebody, although it is, it's probably going to cost me quite a bit in postage, which I hadn't <laughs> thought about. <laughs> so I thought, you know, if you're going to be mailing gifts for people who are the gardeners in your life, you might want to do packages of seeds because they're lighter. But then mm -hmm. I also had the Botanical Interest 2021 desk calendar. And I thought, you know, that's also a light, great gift to give to anybody. They don't even have to be a gardener, you know, it's just mm -hmm. a great gift. But I'm really looking forward to this, this bulb and I'm looking forward to it bloom. I just didn't realize, and you want them to be big and heavy. You know, when you grow an amaryllis bulb, it's got to be big and heavy because right. it's better that way. I just wasn't right. thinking about the mailing factor. That's okay. If you could make a road trip, I bet you take it to them though, right? Oh yeah, but that that's going down south. That's that's a lot. Um, that's for Stay one bulb. <laughs> well, when you know, ever since you mentioned that, uh, they've been on my mind, and I ordered one um, from QVC uh, before I knew about the Garden Club sale. But think of this. You don't have to do anything to it. It is in wax. It's it's a one and done. But how beautiful would a waxed amaryllis bulb be in the midst of some holiday greens mm -hmm. as a centerpiece on your table? Instead of doing the Yule log with the three candles, what about three amaryllis? And just gently layering holiday greens around the base. I've been thinking about this ever since we were talking about the bulbs and was like, that would make an awesome display. Yeah, and mine are red and you could have gotten them in green and gold, I think, or you can get them in different colors like that. With the wax on the base? Yeah, the wax. Yeah. Not the color of the flower, but yeah. the wax. What color will they bloom? Because I've seen red, white. These um, will just be red. Red, yeah. Yeah, so see, that's a statement. You could even do three of the waxed amaryllis with two of the chunky candles in between. Mm -hmm. It'll be like amaryllis candle, amaryllis candle, amaryllis. Once again, surrounded by holiday greenery, assorted holiday greenery. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's a great idea for, for decorating for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the options are endless. So, uh, of course, my, my mind has gotten quite busy thinking of, all the things I could do. Um, I did gift my sister with one and I was explaining to her how to make these different arrangements. So um, I'm sure she'll get creative. She keeps fresh flowers daily. So that's a good thing. I'm glad you, I'm glad that they delivered yours and you got yours. I'm waiting for mine, but we'll have to share pictures when they're all in full bloom. Mm -hmm. 
Let's see. The other thing I did is uh, we, my daughter and I created a charcuterie on, uh, after Thanksgiving. We had the traditional Thanksgiving dinner, but then we created a charcuterie for the first time. And so, of course, I had to go outside and cut the herbs and the edible flowers. So I decorated the board with, I had sprigs of rosemary and sprigs of salaburnet. And then I also had the signet marigolds, which are gold, uh, orange. And mm-hmm. then I also had, um, there were some calendula flowers blooming here. So I got the petals off of those. And then I also, I have a gardenia plant that's new and the, it had flowered in the summertime and it set its pods and I never touched it. And the pods had turned orange with the cold weather and they were really cool. So I cut them off and I used them for decoration. They're not edible, but I used them for decoration on the board. Nice. Yeah, it was very cool. And the other thing is that, so with the calendula petals, I just sprinkled them, you separate them and you just sprinkle them on top of the, you know, your hams and your salamis and your meats, you know, and then we just sprinkled the flowers all over on the board. And then we also put the sprigs of the, um, the rosemary and like the bean dip and then the salad bernet leaves are very, uh, very lacy and very beautiful. You just, you know, put them on the board and kind of like a river pattern. It was really nice. Got a little artistic talent there, huh, Peggy? Yeah, well, I've never done this before, but it turned out to be a lot of fun. For the, it was for the whole family. We have allergies in the family, so we had to, we didn't have some things like nuts, but it was for the whole family. And then, of course, after my daughter and I made it, of course, we all we took pictures, we put them on Instagram and everything, and then the family sat down and ate it. And so it was a nice way of bringing the family together again, you know, and talking because usually, you know, we're on the phone or on Zoom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a wonderful uh, uh, little spread you had going on there. Yeah, that was fun. So what's been going on in your garden? Well, in the garden, I'm always working on my compost. So, uh, But I think I'm going to have to uh, consider veterans compost for a bed that I'm making bigger in the front. But in the meantime, I'm still collecting leaves and tossing and churning and Somebody was still cutting the grass, so I borrowed their lead, their grass clippings. Uh, so I should have a pretty nice uh, soil-like mixture, maybe by spring. But even if it's not, you know, fully composted by spring, I can wait. I can wait to 2022. I'm, I'm a slow compost girl. I don't need it right away, you know. Mm-hmm. So that always works for me. Uh, still dumping the pots, so I've got more pots for you than I thought I did. Um, there is a native hydrangea in my back, and Buck, my 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 visitor at uh, Deer Park at the cottage, uh, Buck has just been doing a little damage to it. Hmm. So I keep finding um, broken limbs, and it's usually right where he just kind of takes a rest. I don't know where he's coming and going from. Um, I'm thinking he's a partying kind of deer because he comes and sits in the same spot every day about noon. Those antlers will just be going to town. It's like, please, Buck, keep it moving. You know, so maybe I got to figure out a spray or something. Um, But what I made were two different things. Um, You had me going. We were talking one day about... um, using sage and putting butter on it. Mm -hmm. I was intrigued by that. So this book that I'm reading called for freshly rubbed sage in a recipe. The name of the book is called Grace the Table 
It's by Alexander Smalls. He is a Renaissance man of sorts. Um, he's owned restaurants uh, in, in outside of New York City. He's from South Carolina, my mom's uh, hometown. And he's written two other cookbooks as well. But he's also a baritone, which his voice is absolutely amazing, classically trained. His other book I reviewed on my uh, blog last year, uh, that was called um, Between Harlem and Heaven. Uh, his other book is called Meals, Music, and Muses, Recipes from My African-American Kitchen. But the book I chose to cook from was called Grace the Table. And it was for cornbread with fresh rubbed sage leaves. And mm. oh my goodness, mm -hmm. it was delicious. Not only was it just cornbread, in this book, because the book is not just a cookbook, it is also a history of his upbringing, his roots. This recipe, you could have fillings and toppings on the cornbread. Now, I usually have just plain old hot butter cornbread, sometimes just for breakfast. But he, one of his uh, recipes called for folding in jelly or preserves or sauteed fruit mm -hmm. into the batter and eating it like coffee cake. I was like, really, Alexander? Yeah, this is that a good That sounds book. good. That's, I oh, would uh, like to make that. I know. Oh, I'll hook you up, Peggy. But, I mean, <laughs> this and one of his other options was my favorite veg, sweet potato. Uh, you could whip, <clears throat> you could whip a large sweet potato with nutmeg, butter, and sugar in an egg, <clears throat> and spread it on top of the cornbread and bake it. It was like, oh my gosh, that's rich. Uh, yeah, we're not talking diet here, okay? <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. I wanted to, every holiday, and I'm planning for Christmas, I use one of my favorite books that I'm reading. So I read not only garden books, but also cookbooks. Mm -hmm. Because we grow so much in our gardens, we should use the things that we're growing. Mm -hmm. So why not use them with a recipe from someone that really cooks from the, from the earth? So for thank that was what I made just for me. But for Thanksgiving, I actually did the Brussels sprout and shaved fennel salad. That was from my Southern Lady magazine. Oh my goodness, I did not grow up eating fennel. I don't believe I ever fed my children fennel. I'm in love with fennel right now. And where did you get yours? From the market. I went down to the uh, Easter market. I, I try not to go to grocery stores unless I have to. I like to support small growers, small uh, businesses that thrive off of what they sell from the land. Plus, I just love going to the market. The camaraderie, the spirit, the ambiance, it just really gets to me to my core. So I bought two humongous bulbs of fennel. I, I use my, my mom and dad's food processor because, you know, I like to do things by hand, but chopping up all those Brussels sprouts was not meant for me to do. <laughs> I popped those puppies in, chopped them up, then did the fennel. I'm so in love. First of all, the scent, that licorice scent. 
was just amazing. I'd always heard it had that scent and the fragrance. I didn't believe mm -hmm. it. It's true. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you dice, you, you get it all chopped up. You do add walnuts if you want to, a little bit of cranberry juice. Um, it was a very fresh taste. My kids and my grandkids loved it. So I have introduced them to a new vegetable. Mm -hmm. And I'm so in love with it, Peggy. I ordered the seed from Renee's seed. Hmm. Yeah, there, Renee offers two kinds. Now I like Renee since 1998. She has done Renee's seeds, um, non-GMO resource, uh, specialty veggies and plants, flowers. Last year she did offer a few plants and she's carefully selected certain varieties that they actually grow so they test them and grow them there so she had two different ones an heirloom uh renesco i have to ask denise schreiber about that one and the other one was called trieste or florence or finocchio mm. fennel i think that's the one i have because i have grown her bulbing fennel before and then i also grow the other kind of fennel in my yeah. garden okay so those two and so I thought I should check with you for seed. See, seed saving. <laughs> but I've given you seed, but I've grown the bulbing fennel before, and that's it's an easy plant to grow. Yeah. I didn't believe it could produce in one season. Mm -hmm. You know, so I love experimenting. I'm a scientist in another life. Um, but so those two, I'm really looking forward to the benefits of fennel, because, you know, I had to do deep research on this. Number one, they attract swallowtail butterflies. Yep. Um, so that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Also, the health benefits are absolutely amazing. It has iron, which is always a good thing. It can basically help you suppress your appetite, uh, which probably after that cornbread, we would need to have some. <laughs> it's an anti-inflammatory. It aids in heart health. And more. I mean, it's just, it has so many benefits to it. Um, a lot of people will confuse uh, an annual called anus. Mm -hmm. That's grown primarily for the seeds. Mm -hmm. um, but you can use the seeds on sweets and, uh, you know, desserts kind of. Fennel itself is a short-lived perennial, which I didn't know. So depending on how cold it gets, it will depend on, you know, whether it's going to survive that season. But the way Renee, because Renee had videos on her website of this, once it bulbs, you pull it up, you wash it off, peel off the outer layer, you slice it, you can roast it. She put it in a salad where it looked like jicama, but it was actually fennel mm -hmm. with uh, orange, uh, pieces of orange, and she had some cashews in there. I wanted to taste the salad. So it was like, okay, I'm going to go fennel next year. I'm going to try that salad. Because I believe in Renee. I love small businesses and supporting them. Um, so those are two things that kind of kept me inside. And, and that was okay. I did go hiking uh, to look at leaves. And I uh, figured out that while I don't want one in my yard, I love the leaves of the gumball tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're beautiful in someone else's yard. Right, but you can use those fruit pods for decorations. If you spray them with gold paint, they could be a Christmas ornament. Oh, yeah. And 
I'm working on a project, which I'll probably divulge next week, but I'm gathering. Mm -hmm. And I did gather some of the ones that almost caused me to slip when I was walking precious. I just scooped them up. And yes, they're going to be part of the kit for the holidays. We think so many times that we have to buy things for people for the holidays. When if you go into your garden, you'd be surprised at the gifts that nature gives us. Last year, I made five grapevine wreaths from nature and decorated them with magnolia leaves. And uh, I did use red ribbon that I had in my uh, crafting stash. And I gave wreaths to my siblings. So this year, um, I'm giving them something that's a little more special. It'll, it'll be a memory uh, of my, my dad. So I'll share more about that next week. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you see um, eucalyptus branches are for sale now? So we were thinking about getting those um, in my family here. We saw them at Trader Joe's. And at Trader Joe's, they were selling them for, to help with sinus issues by hanging them in the, in the shower. But mm -hmm. we put them in the car because when the car heats up, it releases that aroma in the car and it scents the car. Yeah. So we were thinking of getting some eucalyptus branches, but it could be, they could have been used as part of a gift, like for a potpourri or even in a wreath or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, we're seeing a lot of holiday plants for sale, like the Christmas or the Thanksgiving cactus, the ones that are blooming now. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing a lot of those now and um, they're really easy to propagate. So later on, I, maybe after the holidays, I think on one of the episodes, I'll just explain how easy it is after they bloom to propagate them by just snapping off a stem and then just putting it in dirt and then they root and then you can make so many more. You can give those as gifts for, mm -hmm. you know, for the next year. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that's why I encourage our listeners, look at your houseplants. See if something will allow you to take a cutting or whether it has a, what's called a pup. Mm -hmm. which is a baby right beside them, the mother plant. And those are things, especially with all the new gardeners right now, Peggy, I, I'll just divulge this. I, I'm going to post this on my blog on Wednesday. Um, consider this. <clears throat> if you go into the garden centers, you see all the cute little plants, little house plants. And you also see the beautiful planters that, they're offering now of all different sizes. I bought a little planter for $4.99 from Protection um, Nursery. And I had cuttings of a plant that I wanted to gift to people. So I bought the beautiful glazed planter. I will take my cuttings, put them in so they'll be settled in by Christmas. They won't be totally settled in because that takes about four to six weeks. I'm giving a gift from my heart. As we all know, all houseplants don't necessarily like our environments. Some of them may or may not make it. But you've got a pot to start all over again. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, and that's actually a good idea for if you have to do a bunch of gifts, like teacher's gifts. If you have young yeah. kids, and you have to do a bunch of teacher's gifts, you know, just take yeah. cuttings of your houseplants and put yeah. them in a nice container. And, you know, sometimes the holidays, you know, people do the holiday gift swap. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. You know, especially if you know a budding gardener 
or even a seasoned gardener. And everyone, at least most of my peer group, if you're a gardener, you cannot say no to a plant. Perfect gift. And it mm -hmm. comes from you. That is that makes it all the more meaningful. But that's just because I'm I'm a softie at heart. Um, so speaking of of things to do and and creative uh, holiday items, did you hear about the free uh, Eventbrite DIY winter wreath from mm -hmm. Dennis Seven D's Landscaping? That's mm -hmm. Thursday. No, I didn't hear about that. Mm -hmm. That's on Thursday. Uh, uh, DIY winter wreath workshop. Um, and it's in the middle of the afternoon, but that's on Eventbrite. Uh, and then Jennifer Dixon Cravens. This is once again from University of Maryland because they take care of us. This one sounds exciting. Capture the flavor, herbs and spices for health. So if, let's say you dried rosemary like I did. Some people that you know are really great cooks. Why not give them a little muslin bag of dried rosemary? They'll remember you every time they use it. Or fresh rosemary sprigs. It's a simple gift, but it's, you know, it's from your heart and you don't have to spend a lot of money because it's in your garden. So same thing with eucalyptus. One of my neighbors actually has a eucalyptus bush it's five feet tall. She doesn't know the cultivar and it's been in her garden for three years. And it makes it over the winter? Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. I want a cutting. <laughs> I want that. I want a cutting. <laughs> I, got, I have a cutting for you because I'm thinking to myself, can I root this? She goes, I don't know. I've never tried. I was like, where's my rootone? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, uh, I'll make sure that you get a cutting um, when I drop your pie off. So what are you listening to any, anytime soon? Well, I just signed up for a free uh, series of gardening courses. It's sponsored by Gardengate Magazine and Horticulture Magazine. It's a series of free online gardening courses that are on demand. It's called Garden Organic Courses. So go to the Gardengate website and you can see it and you can sign up for it. So I'm going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursday, December the 3rd, is a holiday recent evergreens decorations by the Smithsonian Gardens, which is at noon and free. And also on Thursday, Maryfield's doing a virtual Christmas tree decorating. And on Thursday is the Ecological Gardening Webinar by Native Plant Trust. Mm -hmm. And on Thursday and Friday is Natural Design for the Mid-Atlantic States, an intensive virtual course sponsored by the Morris Arboretum of the University of Pennsylvania, presented by New Directions in the American Landscape. And this is, you have to register and this does cost money. There is a fee. Mm -hmm. But on Friday is the Ecological Plant Conference. And you have to register that one. Sponsored by the Ecological Landscape Alliance. There's a fee for that one. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, there's a winter wreath workshop that's in person at Green Spring Gardens. And on Monday the 7th is Principles of Garden Design, the Elements of Success by the Pennsylvania Horticulture Society and that uh, you do have to register. There's a fee and it's virtual. And then um, one, this one I have signed up for because um, I'm a member of the Maryland Horticulture Society on Tuesday, December the 8th, a virtual lecture, Rennie Reynolds, Chasing Eden, the story of the Hortilus Farm. And yeah. this is free and open to the public. So mm -hmm. the Maryland Horticulture Society is a great organization to join. I've been a member uh, for a while. I used to um, volunteer and 
produce their newsletter, but they're making their Zoom or their virtual lectures free and open to the public. So just go to their website and you can figure out how to join that. And mm -hmm. the last one is that on that same day, Brookside Gardens is doing festive wreaths and that is a fee and you must register. And I think that's in person too. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, um, that's really only some. There are actually uh, a lot more for December. There actually were over 50 events for December. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot, but, but a lot of it is because it's virtual and it's, you know, in other states in this area. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good that so many entities are reaching out to provide things that we can use while we're still sequestered in the house, you know? Yeah, uh, there's so much to see online now that and you can spend yeah. your whole day doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, we can't leave without mentioning the play on GridenCom. Right. So that's going to, I think tomorrow's the first day? No. Yeah. I think so. And, but, and they're asking for a donation mm -hmm. of as little as $10. You know, you can pay whatever you want. But that's, a, that's an on-demand thing, too. It's when you have time to see it, you can see it. And it's going to be a fun play about irises, uh, about two people and about irises. So it's kind of gardening related. Mm -hmm. So, but that's a good thing because mm -hmm. it's, it's different. It's a twist. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in listening to that or taking a look at that, maybe with some friends, go to gardencom.org and you'll see the banner at the top. And we hope that you enjoy it should you decide to uh, partake of the play. Right, and you don't have to be a Garden Com member. Anybody can see it. By the way, Peggy, what is Garden Com? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Association for Garden Communicators, and both of us are members. <laughs> and what do we do? We communicate. <laughs> right, so we communicate about gardening events and everything related to gardening in this area. Mm -hmm. And that's and why we had this podcast. That's right, that's right. And we're, we're fortunate to be GardenCom members, and uh, that's all we want to do is share the love of gardening any time of year to anyone that's willing to listen. Is that all we have for today, Peggy? Well, that's a wrap. So. Gardens and Plants is a weekly podcast brought to you by professional garden communicators. Visit our websites for more detailed information at pegplant.com and cottageinthecourt.com. We're also very active on social media. You can find Peggy at Pegplant and Terry at Cottage in the Court. The show notes will have links to several of these products and plants we mentioned, and we have not accepted payment for these mentions on this episode. However, we would appreciate your support by subscribing to Gardens and Plants. Email us if you have any questions at gardensinplantspodcast at gmail.com. Goodbye for now and get in the garden. <laughs>